All right, so what if your husband isn't overly romantic? What do you do? I'm John Fuller, joined by my focus colleagues, Aaron and Greg Smalley. And uh, Aaron, let me send this question your way. Mm-hmm. You've got a counseling practice. You mm-hmm. see couples all the time. If you hear a wife express a desire for, you know, I just wish he'd initiate more often, um, what's going on? What's her heart really saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing she's saying, can he initiate connection? I want to feel connected. I want to feel pursued. And so it's really looking under the waterline and going, what is she really wanting? Because I'm guessing for most men, they probably, when she says, why aren't you more romantic? He's like, what does that even mean? Mm. Or so, I, I hear failure. Yeah, I'm I tried right. and it yeah, didn't work. Yeah, 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 I tried that and I'm not going to try that anymore, whatever happened. But just looking at it, that it's a really a bid for connection and she's desiring emotional connection and all also, I hear all the time, I want to be pursued by him mm. because at one point he did pursue and then often that pursuit stops after they're married and settled in because as human beings, we become so comfortable and conditioned to just assume like, oh, yeah, they're here. Mm. And But, you know, light it up and start pursuing your yeah. wife. Mm. Well, we're going to hear a clip uh, from two women about this topic. Uh, Felicia Masonheimer and Lisa Jacobson have written a fun book. It's called The Flirtation Experiment. And in a previous episode, Lisa shared about a time that uh, her husband tried to be romantic while she was cutting onions. And so she might make reference to that in this part. Uh, but let's go ahead and listen in to these great insights as uh, Felicia and Lisa talk with Focus President Jim Daly. Lisa, what you're talking about there is um, attitude. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I think some wives hearing you right now are, okay, there's more guilt for me, mm-hmm. you know. So address that. It's not about guilt. It's about choosing wisely how to manage that area of your life, right? And that, I mean, yeah, paying attention to the onions doesn't give you much payback. Mm-hmm. Paying attention to your husband actually does in so many ways. But why is that struggle there? What, what's happening for women that there is that struggle? And I would say that's true. Jean, if she were at the table, she'd be right with you guys going, yeah, I would have you know, paid attention to the onions. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. But why? What, what is happening there? Why are we missing the gift that God gives us in that area? And why is it so much so onerous to participate in a different way? I think we we want our husbands to initiate these things. We would like them to be more uh, just proactive in this kind of thing. And often we're disappointed in it. I would say generally speaking, that's kind of the word out there. However, as we've talked about it, we realized, okay, is it, are we going to be satisfied then with a just an okay marriage that we're actually a little disappointed in? Or what is it that we can do? And um, we can start the date night. We can initiate... Um, an adventure, and and it's in a selfish way, not really, but we actually benefit from it, right? Yeah. Because we're actually yeah. starting something we want, and most of the time, mm-hmm. the guy comes along and goes, this is a great idea. I'm so glad you did this. Or um, actually, like talk about how you felt like, like Joshua started bringing home, you know, gifts for you and stuff. Like, that, <laughs> now we're I'm talking. Saying. No, oh. he did. He did. <laughs> so th- what, what was funny was as I decided you know, I'm not going to wait for him to come up with this. I'm not going to wait for him to have the idea. I'm just going to take initiative on my part to show him affection the way I would like to receive it. Wow. He began to respond. And obviously, our husbands are healthy, 
godly men, you know, we're not in unhealthy relationships. And so that is a factor that we talk about in the book. You know, we're not saying this is a guarantee. If you do this, then you can manipulate your husband into bringing you flowers. Like we're not saying that. But it was simply by giving him that affection and showing him basically, I would like to be loved this way, but I'm going to choose to love you that way. He responded to that, and he did begin to be more attentive and more responsive. He brought me flowers for no reason, and it wasn't like he had never brought me flowers before. Right. But there was this element of he felt more connected to me. Yeah. He felt more like he could trust me. Right. And and like I was engaged with him. Yeah. And it was just having those simple steps for myself to follow really gave me the encouragement to do something every day. Well, and it's so good. And of course, you know, there are going to be literally millions of people listening to this and there's relationships all over the map. And I, I think it is important to clarify that if, you know, you have an abusive husband or an unhealthy husband, that's a different dynamic than what we're talking about. And you really need clinical help, I would say, mm-hmm. Christian counselors. Focus has Christian we counselors. And it's a good place yeah. to start. We can also refer you to someone in your area. We have a great referral list of Christian counselors in everybody's area in the U.S. It's a really good in-depth list. But just to make that clarification, I think is really important because some wives are going to be super frustrated because their their marriages aren't in a place where it's just a right. little fine-tuning. Exactly. We've got an issue here. Um let me ask you, you, you pursued that playfulness with your husband, and one night with some chocolate treats is funny. The fact that you hid them to make him think that you ate them all. Yes. I think that, okay, right there, I don't know that that would start me in the right I direction. Know, I know. <laughs> what do you mean you ate them all? I wanted at least one, honey. Yes. <laughs> yes. So my husband's a practical joker. So okay. he thinks those kinds of things are hilarious. Good, that's good. Yes. Which I think is an element with an experiment like this. You have to know your spouse and know what what would bring them joy or what would show love to them. <laughs> or show them angst. Or, yeah, if you're, <laughs> you ate all the chocolate. Exactly. Yeah. Don't create anxiety. Yeah. But he thinks that kind of thing is funny. So a lot of what I did revolved around that playfulness, that joking, participating in games that he liked. I'm not a game person. I don't love games. But that's showing him I care about you. I you're care talking about, about board games, sitting around yeah, the house? Yeah, video games video, even. Oh, video yeah, games. Yeah, I don't love video games, but he does. And so that was something I was like, okay, Okay, I'm okay. gonna choose to enter into eighty percent of the wives just went. You got to be kidding me! I know I'm that way too. <laughs> I get it. I really do. I do. But it was something that was. He cares about this. So what? What's my option here? I can let him continue to play by himself on this game, or I can join him in it. All right, Greg. So some men are listening uh, to Lisa and Felicia, and they might be thinking, well, I I like what they're saying, but it doesn't work kind of for reasons you mentioned earlier. Maybe there's failure or I just don't get it. I'm not a romantic guy. Uh, Why is it good for us, all of us men, to be uh, students of romance and to, to practice romance with our wives? Yeah, I think it's because of the message that it sends. When I when I initiate romance with Aaron, what, what it's saying to her is that you matter to me, that you're valuable. And that's such an important piece for Aaron, for our wives to hear is that, that you matter, that, that, mm-hmm. that not only do I see your value, but I want to treat you in valuable ways. So it, it sends a great message that you matter, you're valuable. There's something so important about 
pursuing our wife because we did that early on. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I get it as guys, we were trying to conquer and here's who we love and, and want to spend our lives with. So we're, we're really going after her. We're pursuing her and learning and being romantic, doing all those things. And then I, I get it. Life happens and now we're trying to provide. Now we're trying to protect and, and do all those things. So it makes perfect sense. But Let's go back to what worked in the beginning, which is pursuit. Pursuit means that not only do I see you, not only are you valuable, but I, but I want to really go after you. You know, that the, the verse in, in Genesis 2.24 where it says, you know, a man is to leave his father and mother and, and cleave to his wife. Well, that cleave word means close pursuit. Mm. That's an ongoing thing that I want. I want Aaron to know that I value you enough to continue to invest energy and effort into pursuing you in ways that are meaningful to you. And, and that's why romance is such a, an important part of how we can pursue our wife. It's not the only way to pursue her, but boy, that's so important. And, and we can even ask, I could ask Aaron, hey, uh, well, I'll ask you right now, mm. well, what is it? That when I do it speaks romance to you. Like, how do I pursue you romantically? It's so funny because I am guessing most guys are going, this is like such a big ordeal. It's such a big thing. But I I was laughing as you were talking because I'm like, I'm pretty simple. Like, buy me a gift card and bring it home, it tells me you thought about me. And that's pretty romantic. Uh-huh. You know, wow. I do I do like Candle going out. Gift card. Yeah. <laughs> I do like going out to a nice dinner. That's always nice. Or when you make dinner and I come home and it's already prepared. Or last night I came home late and you were waiting for me to eat dinner, which was really sweet. I was so hungry too. But <laughs> and it got cold. I mistimed it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was really, really sweet. Yeah. But I had gone to buy food earlier, so I did my part, but sure. it was really sweet that you waited for I me. I heated it up. That yeah. was my part. <laughs> Romance looks different to every yes. couple, Greg. She, so yes. she was so like funny because she goes, you know, I'm just gonna bring it, but I just craving apple pie. And I'm like, are you pregnant? Like, that's such an odd <laughs> craving. That would be weird, but yeah. Yeah, so we, well, we had good dinner and we topped it off with some apple pie. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Very romantic. Well, if did was it very romantic? It was very romantic. Okay, there you have it. Yes. I love that. Yes. Well, there are so many great little ideas and uh, perspectives in the book that Lisa and Felicia co-authored. And we talked about that earlier in that clip. Uh, the Flirtation Experiment, Putting Magic, Mystery, and Spark into Your Everyday Marriage. Uh, it's got so much about rekindling romance in the relationship, and we're going to send that book to you for a gift of any amount uh, to focus on the family today. Uh, sign up to make a monthly pledge, or if you're not in a spot to do that, make a one-time gift of any amount. We'll send the book to you, and the details are in the episode notes. And earlier in the clip, uh, Jim Daly mentioned our counseling team. If you're in a serious situation, if you know we've been laughing about romance, if you can't laugh about it, if it's a pain point, reach out to us. We have caring Christian counselors who would uh, count it a privilege to uh, hear you out, to listen to you, to pray with you, uh, maybe to direct you to some resources for follow-up. And uh, they're just a phone call away. Uh, the number is 800-A-FAMILY, uh, 800-A in the word family, and we'll have a link in the show notes as well. We'll hear more from Lisa and Felicia next time about maintaining joy uh, in the relationship, even when your schedule is hectic, which I think is pretty much all of us. Uh, For now, on behalf of the very busy Greg and Aaron Smalley and uh, our entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.
Is your marriage holding on by a thread? For deep hurt, you need deep healing that only comes from the Lord. And you'll find it at a Focus on the Family Hope Restored Intensive in Michigan. Our licensed Christian counselors will help you and your spouse get to the root of your issues in just three to five days. And it works. 80% of the couples are still married two years after attending. Learn more at HopeRestored.com and talk with a trusted advisor. That's HopeRestored.com.